everyone, and welcome to Spoiler Alert, a weekly talk radio show for TV and movie lovers. I'm your lady host, Sonia Stanger, and I'm joined live in the studio by two stupendous co-hosts who are the opposite of dreadful, Sean Dunham and Jeremy Leguie. How's it going, pals? Hello. Thank you for having us. Yes. Yeah, welcome to my studio. Welcome. Welcome to the room where we sit together sometimes. Mm -hmm. The room where it happens, It's been a long time. It has been quite some time. But we're back. We're back. In a room together. Back in the room. It's weird. It's a little weird. <laughs> Sean's hot take. Vibes it's weird. are off. <laughs> I don't. Kidding. I don't like looking at Sean's eyes directly. I like mm. an intermediary. There's some glass between he and I, which oh, is and helping. I've got these crystal blues. You oh. will get They're sucked powerful. into these. They're powerful, Gosh. like a husky. So dreamy. <laughs> <laughs> you also yell like one. <laughs> anyway, um, last week, Jer talked about how he feels a creeping sense of dread every time he thinks of the big chill. Yes, I do. So, for this week, we decided to chat about some other dreadful watchables that give us that same feeling. Um, so, boys, I'm curious. Is there, like, a certain kind of movie or TV that you feel like is more likely to fill you with dread? To give the dreads. The dreads? Mm-hmm. You know, when I was assembling my list, I was like, there is kind of a theme. And it's honestly asteroid-related. <laughs> really? <laughs> just like things that are um, th- that are just too big and we can't deal with it. It's just going to mm. happen. And there's mm. no, no matter the prep or like steps you take, it's just happening. And that really has disturbed me. Maybe I feel like I can trace it to Armageddon, which I'll probably talk about later. Wow. But there's a few others that have popped up throughout the years that also have sent a chill down my spine. How Mm. how do you feel about Lava? Lava? Yeah. (laughs) Well. (laughs) Lava? The the rebranded Lava? I have never seen it. It seems slow. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I think I'm okay. You can evade it. You can evade it. The way that... the way that I live my life, Lava is not coming for me. Okay, there we go. But a comet or something, mm. it'll hit you. There's no way to get away from that. And then when you're a kid, like, so you, you're you like, okay, uh, comets, asteroids, they'll hit you and we're just dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and, then, and then adults are like, yeah, that's how it happens. And then they're like, ooh, Hale-Bopp Comet is coming around or whatever. <laughs> like, they're always talking about comets coming close. And then you're really freaked out. <laughs> How close? What How close me. is it coming? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm like, no one's talking about that there's a comet now. No, yeah, no. you're right. No one's talking about it. No, no one's one talking. is. We'll be the ones. We'll be the... That's this is a comet show now. Next week, comets. Cool. <laughs> Sean just, Fun. like, looks concerned. I just fainted. <laughs> yeah, a little sweaty. Um, I, uh, I definitely have, like... Well, I don't know. I don't do fear well in the movie theater, which we've talked about. Mm-hmm. And so there are a lot of things that, like, don't... I, I just find those things kind of boring, especially when they really rely on it. There are certain kinds of violence, of mm. the sexual variety, that mm-hmm. I am not a fan of. And that definitely is part of it. Uh, and then, uh, as I am now a dad, mm. uh, that also is sort of, like, kind of kind of there. I think that's more typically what comes up. Uh, I don't know. Can I say these words? Uh-oh. This is like the T the T word. Which one? The torture word. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like not a huge fan of. Not a huge fan of yeah. that. Yeah. There's a there's a scene in with it's with Mark Wahlberg <laughs> in uh, Three Kings, which I love mm-hmm. and I think is a great movie, and uh, it is it is awful. Like it is just like and. Uh, Remember that, remember that Jodie Foster month 
when we had to watch that. <laughs> we had to watch that yep. real t- torturous. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. The, Mar- the Mauritanian. Yes. Yeah. So there are some things like just like that, but it's definitely more like depictions of violence, mm. I think, for, for me. Uh, and I think it's the like, like I know it's coming. Yeah. It. You know, like, so the foreshadowing of that is the thing that, and like I can watch Neo beat up grannies all day. <laughs> Like I can, I can watch him punch Grannies? through. Yeah, whoever, children, whatever. Like that's oh, fine. oh, right, because the know. Mr. Smiths or whatever. yes, got it. Uh, <laughs> I was like, Wait, have I misunderstood the Matrix? Uh, yes, yeah, definitely. Think, yes, yes, but. yeah. Anyway, but um, I think that's like kind of looking over my list. Like those are the things that I like, kind of don't like, and I do appreciate. Like one of my picks, we've all watched. Um, when filmmakers can do it and it works well mm-hmm. and I feel dread throughout the like I like I think that that's a skillful thing but afterwards I'm like oh that was a good movie I'm never gonna watch it mm-hmm. like I am done, oh yeah it's you know, done and I won't talk about The Big Chill today but mm-hmm. um, that's kind of the, how I feel about that as well because it is just like a, you know I don't know sense of foreboding yeah so Big Chill is kind of like after the, the sad moment though yeah anyway but there's still I think like a tension Mm-hmm. That runs through it of all the complicated interpersonal stuff coming up. Absolutely, in a skillful, like in a very kinda, skillful way. Yeah, I just don't want to do that again. <laughs> yeah, who and wants that's to fair. get into the, some existentialist yeah. um, thoughts when you're just trying to enjoy cinema? Yeah, exactly. And that's sometimes true. you do. Yeah. Barbie, Barbie stuff. <laughs> Barbie. Um, yeah, I mean, same. I think that the the looming sense of dread or that that feeling of yeah. You can tell that inevitably things are getting to a boiling point of something awful mm-hmm. is a big one for me. Like, just that stress where you're but, like... But, like, in Titanic? Yeah. Okay, yeah. The, like, it, like you know... Wait, did you guys know the ending of the Titanic <laughs> when you started watching? <laughs> you mean the part... Did the you scene? already know the spoilers? You mean the scene with the submarine? No. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, <laughs> epilogue. Okay, we, no one has talked about that we predicted the Titanic <laughs> oh my God. submarine that one show with James. Anyway. We did! <laughs> did you? We oh talked about... The, we talked uh, During the IMAX show, we talked about... Um, how crazy it is to go down to the Titanic with a camera and in a little weird submarine. And uh, then literally that day, the next day. It was very it shortly was like thereafter. In the news. Wow. We, we, have, we have powers. We have powers. Uh, in related news, all three of us will be winning the lottery. Yeah. Yes. Just putting that yes. out there. And you know what? It's crazy that it's not like a bajillion dollars, but it is enough for but us it's to a live comfortable yeah, amount for the rest of our lives. Yeah. We don't need to be billionaires. Yeah. Because no. then we'll get crazy ideas like going down <laughs> where we don't belong. Um, but like, you know, like something like, uh, the lovely bones. Yes, absolutely. Where you're just like that, just that sense of menace where you're, it's that thing where it's like watching a car crash and you can't stop it because it's not real. There's some movies where you're like, I know this thing sets off the film. Okay. Actually, this is an example. Mm -hmm. I have never seen Midsommar Mm. and Mm. people are like, yeah, it's great. And I am like fine i'm okay with horror movies i can deal mm-hmm. and they're like that's not really that bad but i know that it, the beginning that sets in motion everything is that florence Pugh's sister is like has some mental illness and kills both of her their parents mm-hmm. and and then herself spoiler alert and so then <laughs> retroactive and so then that puts her obviously in a terrible headspace and i'm like well i don't really want to turn on the film and see that even if it is like just the beginning, and then yeah. you get into mm-hmm. the 
That's like literally what's holding me back. Yeah, mm, that's uh, interesting. And like I've I've watched that very film again. I like I kind of just like I think if the whole thing is like oh it's so creepy. Like if that's what they're selling me on. I ultimately just assume it's going to be boring, mm. you, know, you know, so then I'm just like looking for like interesting story things or something. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's different about certain things that set it off or not for me. True. Like, like, I, like I haven't figured out what that is. Because, um, again, going to talk about one person getting uh, killed today, yet Neo, again, totally fine. <laughs> With him just punching through as many people as he needs to. Oh, John Wick? Yeah. That man. Yeah. yeah. I could watch him. Hundreds. Hundreds yeah. of people. I think I think part of that is the vibe. Like, True. It's the overall feel of the movie. Mm-hmm. And something I was thinking about a lot this week is how music plays a huge role in this for me. Mm. So, like, you know, like Dunkirk, for example. Yeah. Super effective use of that, like, ticking sound in the score. And, like, that movie... My heart rate was so elevated the entire time, largely because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, the really atmospheric, like, Annihilation, like, that yeah. really atmospheric mm. music. Like, I don't know. It really is effective for me. Hmm. Well, yeah. Um, so, what is your typical reaction to a dread-filled watch? You're watching. You've started something. You're starting to feel that dread. Oh, I see what you mean. Mm-hmm. How, mm. are you, how are you reacting to that? I get a bit of a, a cold a cold prickle. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Where I'm like, or like, sometimes I'll do this if I, I will like Wikipedia, maybe if I'm kind of freaked out by a, a movie. And then I will spend a while waiting for the parts that I know is coming. <laughs> Does that like, just oh, make God. it worse? Yes, it's kind of worse. <laughs> like you look it up on Wikipedia. Yeah, and, and now I'll be like, okay, more and I know that this is going to happen. And then I'll bad. just be like, ooh, here it comes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I think, uh, I don't know. I'm just, like, ready for it to be over. Mm. Like, I'm just, like, wow. sitting there, like, this, that would be great. You know, like, that would be, and I think, like, I think, is this true? I think I watch things alone now pretty often. <laughs> that, is that true? Yeah. Trying uh, to remember what the couch looked like. Is <laughs> <laughs> there anyone else? I think that, yeah, no one's there. Um, so I think in, like, in my current state, like, I don't even put myself in the situation anymore. Like for the show, uh, I well, I do think Steel Magnolias fills me with dread as well. Mm, yeah. And uh, I watched it for the show. When was that? A few months, months ago. Yeah, months yeah. ago. And uh, like I knew it was going to happen. I skipped some stuff. <laughs> like <laughs> I just, well, I just like I I knew. Yeah. You knew Shelby was going right. to drink the juice, and uh, and then later not. <laughs> anyway, and it was it was sad, yeah. you know. And it's like, oh, I'm just not going to watch my girl. Yeah. You know, like like. I've I've seen it. Maybe I'll watch it with the child someday. I'm not sure, but uh, I do think that there's. I think there's movies that come out that are like, here's this dreadful movie, and I'm just like, oh, no, no draw, no, thank you <laughs> not for me. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I think like, uh, well, the hours is, was sort of like that when it came mm. out. If I'm remembering oh. the past correctly, they were like, it was like, look, like the sad movie. It's co- mm. it's coming to a theater near you. And my mom was like, I have to see it. And I was like, I am never going to watch that on purpose. Yeah. So. That's how I feel about a lot of horror movies, I would say. Mm-hmm. Where I'm just like, yeah, no, I don't think I need that in my life. Yeah. But it depends. It depends on the horror movie. If yeah. It's like, if it's like a, an artful, like, 
one that people are talking about, I resign myself to being like, I do have to see it. Mm-hmm. But if it's like some crappy, like, The Exorcism of Johnny Joe or whatever, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't need to. TM, 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 TM. And sometimes you get the whole thing, like, I feel like with a lot of horror movies, there is like this deal that's struck up that's like, hey, this is going to look kind of cheap. It's going to be 80 minutes. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that's all the final we'll destinations. Deal. Yeah. It's a deal. Yeah. It's a deal. Yeah. Are you guys, are you guys eye coverers ever? Do you Absolutely. hide? Actually, yeah. you know, do you know what? I'm an ear plugger. Oh, that's smart. I'm an ear plugger and then a squinter. So, because as you said, the music really does. And then. You know, they'll always toss in a shrieking violin, yeah. like right as it happens or something, and then and I I'll jump, as you know, from when I just picked you up, <laughs> and she rapped on the window, and I leaped out of my skin. I so. did not even; I just opened the door. No, you're right. <laughs> it was... You acted very normal. I'm on yeah. edge. Okay, yeah. <laughs> she's anxious. And that's fair. Always, always. Uh, remain vigilant. Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I'm. I might do the look away, mm. but usually that's because there's there's another person in the room and I'm like, are we watching the same thing? Like, are we, are you <laughs> not affected? By, are you not affected by this dad? Like, is this okay for you? Like, mm. is this, and my, judging your wife? No, not my, it's usually my dad or my brother mm. in these situations. My wife also is sort of risk averse in terms of not necessarily scary stuff. It's really just like not what we're into. Like, yeah. we're just not yeah. into that. And like, one of the films I'll talk about later today is a Western that my dad loves, and I cannot believe that he doesn't, like, get horrified by it. I cannot believe it. Interesting. Yeah, it's crazy. A horrifying Western. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to hear about it. Oh, you'll hear about it. So, on that note, yeah. <laughs> what are some of the best of the Dreadfield watches, in your opinion? Well, let me take you to a time... 2012, maybe, mm-hmm. um, when I went to a double feature at the RPL that was uh, a documentary about, like, um, state-mandated, like, murders. <laughs> like, oh. And then re- do- a hot double feature right after that, Melancholia, uh, <laughs> by Lars von Trier, which was uh, a part of his Depression trilogy, <laughs> you might remember. <laughs> so... I was the crowd. We were all in a in a space at that time, and Melancholia, like, is beautiful. It's about Kirsten Dunst and her sister Charlotte Gainsbourg, and um, Kirsten Dunst is getting married, but she's not really like connected to her husband, and she's not really connected to anything. She's depressed, and. So there's like fir- that's the first part of the film is she like her wedding day and then she finally just calls it off, and then the second part is that she is staying with her sister and her husband, and there is a planet called Melancholia that's about to that people are like oh it might crash into the earth literally mm. trigger for Sean trigger for Sean mm. and then and then they're like no it's not going to and then oh surprise it actually turns direction and is coming back <gasps> to hit them. Is it a spaceship? No, it's okay. like a it's a, a weird planet that they've okay. never heard about before, and it just came out of nowhere and is on collision course with Earth. Came out of nowhere, but it is um, it's an apocalypse film that is so quiet because it's literally just mm. um, Kirsten, her sister, her sister's husband, and then their son. And then the husband, spoiler alert, uh, takes himself out when he finds out. And so then it's just the two sisters and their son. And 
Charlotte Gainsbourg is freaking out, but then Kirsten, in her calm depressiveness, is actually feels a lot at peace with what is going to happen. And so then the ending is it ends with the earth, the planets colliding and Charlotte freaking out and the and Kirsten being at peace with it. Whoa. And it is very yeah. scary and like slow. Yeah. And bleak and it's a really intense film. Wow. Yeah. But also beautiful. Yeah. And that's one that I have self-selected out of. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those ones that's like on the list, you know, mm-hmm. and you're like, when I'm in the right headspace, I'll watch this, and that day just never comes. And it might not come. It might, though. I, I don't know. And you never know. Maybe. You never know. I always feel like in that case, like, if it's built up enough, mm. then it's a little easier to go in. Well, yeah, because like, Schindler's List is also on that list for me. Oh, yeah. Oh. See, I don't know if I feel it in Schindler's. It's very oh, sad. well, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. Oh, but okay. Yeah, you I have know. anticipatory dread. No, I think he'll be okay at this point. Like okay. I think it'll come in under. You know what's going to happen. Like, yeah. like, you Unfortunately, know, like it's, yes. It's, yeah, I know, but the the smaller stories within the mm, big story yeah. is yeah. actually gets, the yeah. harshest. That is true. Okay. Well, we watched we'll it in... My teacher showed us this in like grade 11. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty dark. It's very dark. But also, like, it's, it's the whole thing of just, like, it's a very beautifully made film. Yeah. And, like, an amazing amount of acting and so much good work. And it's just about something Liam very Neeson's sad. Liam Neeson's buns. <laughs> oh, my God, Josh. I'm just saying. They're <laughs> it's significant. It's significant. They, the buns are significant. They play a significant role in the oh film. Oh, my God. <laughs> <It's just kidding. laughs> well, we're canceled. <laughs> uh, Jared? Um, I, uh, in terms of good uh Good watches that are sad. Uh, I'm going to bring up Promising Young Woman, which oh, we talked about on the show yeah. from 2020. Uh, oh, she's dreadful. Yeah, Carrie Mulligan. Uh, the whole time, I think, like, it just built up the entire time. And I do think I brought that to it. Like, mm. I like I don't think it that, like, I think they made it that way so that it was kind of like that sort of thing. But, um, yeah, the whole time I could just feel it building and building. And then I think they very skillfully sort of disarmed the whole thing. By showing a bunch of people who don't really care about it and, like, a bunch of sort of actions that ultimately won't help the situation um, because she, uh, spoiler alert, uh, commits suicide. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I just, the whole time, I was like, this is really good, but I felt terrible. Like, I just, it just bubbled up within me the entire time I watched it. Uh, And I think that they knew what they were doing. Can we credit that film with the beginning of the Jennifer Coolidge songs? Right? Sure. She we can it? if you'd She's like. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. She's Carrie Mulligan's mom. And I was like. I forgot. I think, what it, is? Was, I think it was White Lotus, though. Oh, I really, yeah, yeah. I think that's. But I, I remember being like, Jennifer Coolidge has not been in anything for a long time. And she had brown hair, and it was just oh, a very yeah. that's, un... That's why I forget. It was a very un-Coolidge performance. I'll never forget, Jennifer. She wasn't like, Carrie, get a snap <laughs> out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good one, though. Yeah. Um, what's one on my list? I mean, the the Ari Aster movies, for sure. Like, oh, Hereditary and... That man. Um, Midsommar. See, I, like, I don't feel it. Like, I just you don't kind, like them? I just kind of think they're a little boring. Because I don't, like... Mm. I don't get the... I'll jump scare. Like, I'll do that. Like, if there's, like, a, a loud violin or a flash. Like, my body will physically react to it. But, like, I'm not, like... Well, that's not his vibe. Is like true to do to give you jumps. It's right. like to get in your little, into your little brain. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
But um, another one for me that I was thinking about that like popped into my head and I was like, oh yeah, that's a big one, is um, The Lighthouse from 2019. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, where, it, again, it's so like vague mm-hmm. what the sense of dread is or like... I think for me, I often have a pretty good sense of where a movie is going, right? which we've talked about before. But And with that one, I was like, I have no idea what's coming next. I don't even know what exactly it is I'm worried about, but I was so stressed that entire movie. Mm. But it's so good and yeah. so But stunning. I think it, it does it to you, right? Yeah. Like, and like the performances as well. Well, Willem Dafoe is just kind of like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. He's like a different measure i'm just trying to think of someone else who's like got that kind of like vibe crazy crazy yeah. face uh vibe. what's who played ultron i was oh um, paul wait never mind paul bettany no that's that's that's, that's, vision. that's vision oh yeah stopped. yeah why can't i why can't none of us remember this well like nick it? nolte no. or like um no what's but, his name but that is a good example of what i'm i'm gonna look who's it that up? guy who looks like nick nolte I don't know. Oh, everybody. There <laughs> <laughs> you go, Sean. Covered uh, your bases. Well, yeah, Will- Willem Dafoe is funny because I also just l- literally this weekend watched Speed 2, mm-hmm. which is a terrible a film. Oh, that was very bad, yeah. Such a bad film. And he is the villain. And he is mm-hmm. doing crazy eyes and he's got a computer <laughs> that closes doors. It's like, the, it's very the like... Go- the golf club thing is so cool. The though. golf clubs. He's got... He's... Uh, He's got fish that suck his blood. Yeah. The, cra- the crazy thing about Speed 2, though, is that it makes Sandra Bullock's character the main character of the franchise. And she... Which I like. Well, but I it, like that. It is. But like now you just have a lady who's been in two terrorist situations. Mm. Like, that's <laughs> that's what Speed's about. And she... And the big crux is... So, like... So the first movie we get to know Keanu Reeves. This is very off topic of our brand, but yeah, we, we, the first movie we that's get what, that's we know doing. Keanu Reeves. We get to love them as a couple. We see the second movie, bam, she's like with a new man, yep. and she's like, "Well, that's why I broke up with my last boyfriend because he was a daredevil." And it's like, so why did you spend all of this time building that for it us? Did, it's just and invest pushing putting us into this different relationship that we don't care about. It's true. They should just made a different characters. Mm-hmm. And she's so, she like anything like there's a bomb on the boat, and she's like, my vacation. <laughs> like, Not she, again. Yeah. Oh. Not I wanted a break. Oh. That's if it was a comedy. That's what she'd say. Yes. She basically did. Not say this that. again. That's true. Anyway, anyway I, was th- th- I was thinking of James Spader. Oh has, like, yeah. It is just like you're gonna get this person, and you're gonna get this type of intensity, and yeah. I feel like that's what Willem Dafoe does as well. Because like in the new Spider Man, like he's acting in his own movie. Like, have you guys seen... He's goblin Oh, I'm, my God. It's wild. Like, he's doing such a good job, especially, like, it's just a Marvel movie, and he's, like, taking it as high as whoa. he possibly can. And, uh, yeah, he's just a very skilled actor. And in The Lighthouse as well, he and... Uh, Robert Pattinson. No, I want to use his Twilight name. Uh, Edward. Edward. <laughs> Bat- or Batman. I just forgot Ca- Edward's name. What's happening to me? Uh-huh. Sonia, what kind of Twilight? I'm so tired. A Twilight hard. Hashtag. Uh, no. <laughs> she looks so mad at me right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. so, I thought you knew me, but we'll talk after. She's walking out of the... Yeah, don't throw that at me, Sonia. Okay. <laughs> Gentle hands. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, I don't know. I lost our point. We're talking about good movies that uh, are filled with dread. Yeah. Any other good ones to talk about? I've got a half a good one. Mm-hmm. Say your half good Say one. Half. Have you guys, have we talked about Vanilla Sky? 
We have, but I still haven't watched it. Uh, that's okay. It's a Cameron Crowe one. Uh, it stars Tom Cruise. It is like, I think it's kind of about dreams. Like, I think, like, mm. years after watching it. But watching it in 2001 or 2002 on VHS or whatever it was, DVD, um, it was just like this crazy thing. And there were parts of it that filled me with dread. So what happens, I'm going to spoil this whole movie. Uh, Tom Cruise falls in love with Cameron Diaz, I believe, is the love As one does. Yeah. But Penelope Cruz is smitten with Tom Cruise. Uh, Wait, Cruz, Cruz? Different yeah, Cruz. This did happen. Okay. This did happen. Alternate Cruz. Anyway, uh, there's this thing happens and he murders one of them and like has a break in sanity and he can't tell which one it was. And so it starts like jumping through time and he gets in this car accident. And when he's in the car accident, his face gets mangled. And then he and gets, they put Penelope Cruz's face on him. I mean, almost. <laughs> he gets frozen, and his consciousness is uploaded to this thing. Okay. And he can't tell what's real and what's not. Now we're uh, now we're off. And like, it's pretty good. But there are these scenes where um, his therapist is played by Kurt Russell, and it's like this random Kurt Russell appearance. Anyway, um, it's just this whole thing where like they're realizing that Kurt Russell's not real, and like it's just this horrible thing. Like it is, and. It's kind of this, like, really moving part of the whole thing, but also just, like, is he just frozen? Like, is he, like, is that what happened? <laughs> like, is that it? Like, oh. Like, you know, like, it's just so weird. Anyway, sounds weird. It's very weird. and it, the, the title m- sounds delicious. It does. And the movie uh, does not answer any of these Oh, questions. man. Yeah, no, it leaves you more hanging than not in a huge, huge way. So do you, like, feel dread still at the end, then? Yeah, I think, yeah. Oh, definitely. unresolved. I feel, I, I've watched it once since. And the first time I watched it, I thought it was terrible. I was like, this movie was the worst movie I've ever seen. And then I think it was on DVD because there was a commentary thing. And I watched the commentary and I was like, well, that makes a lot of sense. And it was just like talking about how like too many films wrap it up at the end with like, yeah. a bow. And so as an adult, I watched it and I could like see the, the vision a bit more. But it was maybe a bit more confusing and a bit more dreadful. Uh, <laughs> and I was just like, oh, man, like it's still it's like a whole thing where like. I think I'll watch it again, but I'll have to make sure I have, like, appropriate snacks and a coffee before we dive in. So okay. that you're ready. Yeah, and I think some people might watch Vanilla Sky and just be like, that was a whatever mo-. Like, that made no sense. Didn't like it. And that's it. Like, mm. I, could, I could definitely see people having that reaction to it. And I don't know why it does it to me. That's you're interesting. trapped by Vanilla Sky. Yeah, yeah. There's also a part where he wears this like prosthetic mask. I've talked about this on the show, mm-hmm. and that is horrifying. You're thinking of Mission Impossible. No, that's <laughs> now. You're thinking of the no. mask. <laughs> also starring Cameron Diaz. Yeah. <laughs> Some of this stuff. Everything's man. related. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Cruise will wear a mask every film. He will? Uh, maybe. I don't know. It's oh. just coming up a lot. <laughs> he will. I'm just ready to believe you instantly. It's just coming up a lot. Well, with that just brief self-gasping, <laughs> um, we're going to take a quick break, hear a word from our sponsors, and we'll be talking more films that fill us with dread here on Spoiler Alert on 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. Tuned into the community. 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. Tuned into the community. Our programming is brought to you by community-minded businesses like Prairie Dog Magazine and by listeners like you. And we're back. You're listening to Spoiler Alert here on 91.3 FM CJTR. Um, And we are going to get back to talking about movies that fill us with dread in just a minute here. But first, do you two... uh, 
You two, you two cuties know what time it is? <laughs> Calling me cute? Come on. <laughs> yeah. It's game time, people. Whoa! Whoa, 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 whoa! For those who don't know, or if you're just tuning in, the game is where I spend I spend no time this week picking <gasps> the title related to our topic. What do you mean? That these two have hopefully not seen. They might have seen this. I'm not sure. Uh-oh. Sean's a maybe. Sanji are more than a maybe. Whoa. Anyway, wow. uh, I tell them the, the title. S- the deck is stacked again. They tell me what it's they... It's called Equity, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> they tell me what they Once think it's again. about. <laughs> We're not all starting uh, even play. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, they, they tell me what they think it's about. I tell them what it's really about, and we all have a great time. You guys ready to play the game? Ready. Yeah. Uh, this week's title is Grave of the Fireflies. Oh. Excuse me? That title again, Grave of the Fireflies. <sighs> okay. <laughs> okay. I believe that this is about a um society of mm-hmm. fireflies, yeah. obviously. It's like ants. Yes. But it's darker. Is Seinfeld involved? Seinfeld voices most of the characters. Okay. And um so they do their they do their firefly life. They drive their little highway to their little work and they uh, use their lights as like deodorant or whatever, but then they also there's a subsection of these fireflies that just do major drugs and go raving mm-hmm. and use their blinkers, use their light to party, and um, and then one day a group <laughs> of those ravers party. are like disappear out of nowhere, Ooh. and so then there's like a there's like an investigator, like a CSI firefly, mm-hmm. and it eventually comes out that like a child has trapped the group of them in like a, a, a mason jar oh, and just nice. taken them away. But it is causing a real sort of paranormal uh, fuss amongst the firefly community. Wow. Thank wow. you, Sean. That was a, there's a lot of levels to that. Yeah. And there's a yeah. lot of levels. Cool. Just so. to be clear, the title is Grave of the Fireflies, right? That's what I said, yeah. Are you... <laughs> I swore it was Rave of the Fireflies. Okay, yeah. well, I still might get something. <laughs> so still I fits. have, it still I, ha- fits. I have heard of this, mm-hmm. and I sort of vaguely know. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna play the game fairly. Here we go, and and make a, a different guess. <laughs> Just because Sean's having a hard time. Are you sure you don't want to do Rave of the Fireflies? Well, I okay. mean that's pretty fun, but I did just think up an idea while Sean was talking. So. There we go. Wow, let's not, not listen let's to not me? Waste that so time. you admit you don't listen can, to me? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I never listen to you I can think and listen at the same time because <laughs> I'm that smart. Um, I think that Grave of the Fireflies is about an, a kind of like unnamed, unidentified society in space and time on this remote island that has this kind of complicated mythology about the stars and how they are like the fireflies incarnate Mm -hmm. and one day the moon rises but the stars do not (gasps) and a young girl from the village has to go on this great quest Mm -hmm. to try and find the grave of the fireflies where they ended up and why the sky isn't lighting up anymore oh snap is this a disney animated film Oh, it could I be. I don't know. It could be, yeah. But yeah. I don't know if they would do, do it Do you think justice. they would greenlight this yeah. content? I, I don't think know. it would have to be. Even if Lin, Lin-Manuel wrote the songs? Especially if he wrote Lin-Manuel a song. wrote the songs. You should hear his Firefly song. It's awesome. Fireflies. <laughs> 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 I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, Lin. Wait a minute. Is Lin-Manuel Miranda Owl City? Did we just figure that out? <laughs> we wish. 
Two I'm, artists that I could definitely hear more I'm from. I'm imagining it in my mind, and it's very bad. That's what happened. My favorite Best Of albums are by those two. That's the... Wow. <laughs> wow. There we go. Um, you're both wrong in all ways, shapes, and forms, which I think is okay. Uh, Sanj, you haven't seen this bad boy? No, because... I've heard that it's so, so sad it, and it, devastating. It is sad and devastating. Uh, it's about a war, right? It's a Studio Ghibli movie? Yes, it's about a <gasps> World War II. Oh, my God. I do know what this is about. Yeah, see, I thought I thought that you guys might. Like yeah. I was, But anyway, we played the game. I won. It's fine. <laughs> no, I no, that's not how it works. <laughs> that's true. That is true. Um, no, this, uh, this pick this week was written by Margaret. So thank you, Margaret, for uh, oh. facilitating this. Uh, this film does fill her with dread. Anyway, um... It's from 1988. You're correct. It's from Studio Ghibli. Uh, it is about two orphans who are just trying to survive the bombing of their town in World War II. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want to check it out, you can. A little bit of a trigger warning. It's very sad. Yeah. Uh, it's probably beautiful. There is sort of strife and starvation and all of these horrible things. And it is sort of ultimately like a spiritual film, mm-hmm. right? So in the end, things are a particular version of okay. But uh, to get there, we, you do have to watch uh, things happen. The main characters are children. So, yeah. Yeah. So it, like it is. Not for long. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, it is rough. Um, and then I think also I'm I'm inferring here, but I think a bit of it is that there are things that like make it worse when it is real right so like if yeah. this was just about yeah. like mm-hmm. some you know a uh, war or or like you know like like if it was like a medieval it's like mm. something like we can't fully actually yeah you know realize um but this is about world war Two, of which we're all very familiar uh and it does keep rearing its historical head especially with what's just been released and especially the artists that made it yeah it's true that's true Woofty. well yeah, and absolutely. we arguably maybe haven't didn't didn't learn from it, so uh, I gotta know, keep talking about we, it. We definitely learned the wrong thing. Yeah, like we went through with like, oh, here's a lesson, and then we just took a hard right at that point. We sure did. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you, Margaret, for that. Uh, for that. <laughs> thank answer. you, Margaret. Yeah, and uh, thank you guys for playing the game. Thank, thank you. There we for go. Giving me the wrong. The rave of the title. fireflies. I said grave of the fireflies. I'm hearing rave. We can listen I'm back. I'm hearing rave. I'm hearing rave. Um, listen. <laughs> Alternate facts and all that. Yep. Um, were there any other good, dreadful movies you wanted to talk about, or shall we move on? Honestly, most are bad. It's true. <laughs> most are bad. I, yeah, I think it's it's this whole thing of, like, I think I'm going to say, like, this is a good movie. I don't like it. I think this mm. is what's going to happen. Yeah. So And that's... Let's die. You're allowed. Um, well, a question that I have, kind of related to that, is were any of these formed early in life for you like do you think any of this has to do with the time at which you watch this i think for me like armageddon yes Mm. because i watch now it's so stupid but at the time i was very flummoxed by this like a idea that Something was going to happen to the entire world, and no one could do anything about it. Mm. Yeah. Except for Bruce Willis teaching a bunch of minors how to go to space. How do you feel? How do you feel about the Aerosmith? Um, oh, love it. Okay, they're my favorite band wow. besides Owl City and Lin Manuel Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> He's a man of taste. Oh, when that when that show comes to town, Sean is gonna freak. Oh, Ooh. can you believe that, Bill? <laughs> yeah. 
I can't. I literally so, can't. <laughs> I yeah, I probably saw that, you know, twelve ish era. And yeah, that was uh that was a tough go. Yeah. And just like casually the city of Shanghai just like explodes or whatever. Like mm-hmm. when when the shrapnel's come in, it's you know, that's freaky. When the shrapnel hits. When the shrapnel, when the shrapnel, hits? shrapnel hits. Yeah. Um, I think the one I'm going to talk about, I did watch Too Young, uh, and that definitely, like, may have developed the rest of my preferences in that regard. Uh, so maybe, probably, likely, yes. Are you going <laughs> to tell us what it is? Or? Well, I don't know. I thought Sean was going to talk about Armageddon more before. No, that was, I was just it. answering your question. That, that was, was it? pretty much it. Okay. Armageddon, the sense that he's done. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Snaps for songs. That was incredible. Uh, Mine's 1999 Stir of Echoes. This is so stupid. It's a Kevin Bacon movie, and I don't like... Nothing's less scary than Kevin Bacon. uh, Honestly. All these men with scary faces. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, the movie is kind of scary. I think I mentioned it last week, but it's just about Kevin Bacon is trying to figure out this haunting in his home because his son can see this girl, and he thinks it's her um, imaginary friend for a while. And the depiction is quite gruesome. Like, it is like Ooh. a like it's a scary thing. Mm. Anyway, I'm going to spoil this whole movie just so Please, I've it. never heard of this before. Uh, it's pretty wild. Anyway, so it's just him freaking out and trying to figure out him being Kevin Bacon, what happened and why this thing is haunting his son and all of these things. Anyway, it then cuts to the past where we see a very gruesome depiction of this young girl getting uh, sexually assaulted and then murdered. And oh then her God. body is hidden in the house. And so and you see all of it? It's like not like overt, but Ugh. like when I like it still makes me un- like uncomfortable. Yeah. Anyway, um so it ends with him like freaking out and he's essentially going mad. Kevin Bacon does a good job and he's like breaking his like basement floor to find the body that they hid there. And then there's like this resolution where, you know, like the ghosts can rest and all of this sort of stuff. But uh, there's just a whole bunch about it. Like, the whole time I was just like, this isn't this isn't going to end well. You know, like, I could just... And then for it to be that, like, it just, like, was... And, and I don't want to watch it. I don't think I ever will again. Yeah. It might be infinitely not as bad as I remember. You know, like, it might just be me propping it up. Because it's a Kevin Bacon movie. <laughs> you know, like, it's like a... How bad could it be? It's basically Tremors. Come on. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it was just like... Yeah, I don't know. If, I think I do think it kind of ties into the time thing yeah. and all that as well. But it is just like, uh, yeah, it's. I think it's probably the like the the most dreadful for Jeremy. Whoa! Wow! I think it's this one. Uh, don't That's watch it. Something. No one watch it. <laughs> don't just Nobody don't do it. it. Here's the. I'm going to show my coworkers the poster. They did a good job on oh, the poster. Like, yeah, it looks no, creepy. No. Oh, no, yeah. No, no. And, like, it is a horror film, He's right? got like, that, there's literally that a ghost. Kevin Bacon like, nose. Yeah. <laughs> that little bloop. It's in there. Bloop. Ooh. Anyway, um, they made a sequel, it looks like. I didn't know that. Stirring. Stirring. <laughs> yeah. Here we go again. Stir of Echoes. <laughs> oh, okay. no. I'll watch Stir of Echoes, too. That sounds like a thing I can watch. That and, could be a new dread for you. Well, there we go. Not the first one. Anyway, yeah. What do you think, Son? Um, well, one for me, I, I have talked about this on the show before, I think, but maybe not for a while. Um, when I was 12, 
I used my babysitting money to, <laughs> yeah, Sean know knows exactly. where this is going, <laughs> to buy myself a very small TV for my room. I think it was literally like 10 inches nice. or something, like it was so small. And um, being the child with undiagnosed ADHD that I was, I often found it hard to go to sleep, and so I would stay up late watching TV. Um, and one night I was flicking through the channels, and I came across what I believe to be a documentary called The Blair Witch Project. Yep. And I truly think that that is the most a movie has ever scared me because I thought it was completely real. Wow, that's crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah, sorry. No, I just go ahead. I had a, well, I just had an immediate recollection of another horror movie that I had seen where they had side by side. It was like... Oh my god, I can't I forget what it was called, but they had like side-by-side footage of the original footage of someone mm. being like a hit like a hypnotist talking about someone that was like captured by aliens or whatever. Oh yeah, in Alaska. Yeah, yes. and then yes, they yes, had yes, this yes. like side-by-side footage of the real uh filmed interaction and then the actors doing it and it was so terrifying. Yeah. I was creeped out for so long and then I found out later that they just filmed both of them oh. on a set. There was mm-hmm. not found footage. Yep. Which I would have found out much earlier if the internet was available to me in a better way. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I was really rattled. Well and so that's the is, thing. Yeah. It was a you know, it was an era when we didn't just necessarily have ready access to internet at all moments at all times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, just the the belief that that was a real situation and that sense of dread of like not knowing what's going to happen, like not knowing how paranormal it's going to get where it's just spooky things happening mm-hmm. that seem kind of like, you know, when you're in a house alone and you get that sense that something scary is about to happen. Like that's, I think, the vibe of the movie. Um it shook me. And I'm. it's one of those things where like, I, I will always wonder how scary I would find the Blair Witch Project yeah. if that's not if how I first encountered it. it. You know, and a part of me is just so curious about the fact that like you're like watching this thing, which is just terrifying you. But then like a commercial break happens. No, there were no commercials. Oh, well, I no. forget what channel it was oh, on. Oh, it's like a movie channel. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Wow. So it was full immersion. Full immersion. And like upstairs alone on the third floor of my house. Uh in, the in dark, a creaky a cathedral dark, house. Old house. Dang. I did not sleep very much that night. So, yeah, wow. like, you gotta monitor your kids' media consumption. Everyone, <laughs> come on, everybody, because <laughs> they are get on it. They, they make bad decisions. They sure do. They do. They do. Um, do you have any of these on your list that you think would be unexpected or that people might be surprised <laughs> to hear about? From okay, um, I have one. I went to a dumb film called 40 Days of Night uh, in theaters once. Yeah. And it's like a Josh Hartnett joint. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like a small Alaska town and they there's going to be 30 days a night so they everyone's preparing for um, the, you know, the plane leaves or whatever and then, oh, vampires sneak into <gasps> town and they're going to try to take them. Um, and there is it's a pretty dumb premise and there is a scene of the townspeople, like, overhead camera, townspeople being just slaughtered by vampires mm-hmm. as the camera just floats along. And I had such a, like, oh, they're so weak. No one will survive this. And it was, like, a very dread, a full sense of dread over this mm. insane premise. 
And I don't know why, it's really got me. Wow. How old were you when you watched it? 22. (laughs) (laughs) It just got you. I I also saw that in the theater, Sean. And I didn't think, uh, the only thing I can remember about it is that Ben Foster did a good job. Like, Mm -hmm. that is the only takeaway I have from from that. Mm -hmm. But uh, maybe I should rewatch it. I don't know. I I remember that it ends by Josh Hartnett injecting himself with vampire blood and then fighting the main vampire and then when the sun comes up he turns to dust it's on, honestly a baller move that though. is yeah that's a good way to take him down wow yeah. is there also a movie called 40 days and 40 nights yes that also is also strange. a josh and, okay joint. i was gonna okay i thought i was that's a very it. different movie I thought, yeah yes. and it's like kind of a sex comedy it is yes. yeah yeah okay okay yeah. now i know hmm. jared um, I don't know if this is surprising. I do want to talk about it, though. It's called Bone Tomahawk. <laughs> okay. Cool name. Uh, it's from 2015. Um, is this your first Gmail account? Or <laughs> If only, gosh. Bone Tomahawk 42069 oh, at man. Gmail. Gosh. Uh, it is a Kurt Russell. Uh, it's from 2015. Kurt Russell, Patrick Wilson, Matthew Fox, David Arquette, Richard Jenkins. Oh, the boys are back. Yeah. Anyway. The it, boys are back in uh, town. It is about this, like, old west town. And it is kind of like not the real Old West, but maybe like the the version of the Old West that people mm. re- wrote about. And it's like a movie thing. Anyway, they portray a tribe of uh, Native Americans who engage in such acts as cannibalism. Mm. And some of the visuals of this, I was absolutely shocked. And you knew that like it, the bad thing was coming. Like you absolutely – it looks so real, you guys. And I wonder – like a part of me is like, oh, they built a man out of meat and then cut him up. Oh. Like, like that is like it is some incredible visual effects. It is absolutely disgusting, and it just builds like the whole time. Like it just absolutely builds to it, no. and you know the bad things coming, and then it's almost like not John Wick enough for you to be comfortable with it, mm. right? Like like real violence doesn't do what you think it does, and then when you see like. Your brain is like, oh, physically, this is what would occur. I know that. But you are just like, oh, my God. If one was to build a man of meat, would you suggest sandwich meat? Or, like, how are we? (laughs) What are we doing? I think different different cuts for different bits. Yeah, Mm. whatever looks the most accurate when hit with a bone tomahawk. Yes. Okay. (laughs) No, thank you. Yes. Anyway, but the whole time. uh, It's ultimately a good movie. Like, it was pretty good. You know. Is it racist? Uh, a little bit, yeah. What, yeah. Bone Tomahawk? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what, fair. Yeah, I think they did some work, mm. but I think that they were just like, it's like the difference between like, you know, oh, I've only got an hour on the meter, so this better be done. <laughs> but versus like actually <laughs> good, do finishing good, the good. thing. So, That's uh, what you want. Yeah, anyway, so there is some realism there, and I things did happen but anyway it's still just these violent depictions are just absolutely and again i look over at my dad and he's just like cool yeah dads are wild dads dads do what dads do um mine i think is genuinely surprising and that is the 1997 romantic comedy as good as it gets okay starring jack nicholson and helen hunt what um Wait. oh because of the weird the Attack? No way. What part? Um, well, okay, I think it's because I watched it at a time when I couldn't understand it. I watched mm-hmm. it when I was homesick. So also I think the state thing yeah. affected it because I also always feel kind of queasy 
when mm-hmm. I watch it, or like the couple of times that I've seen parts of it since. Um, I think I was very stressed out by Jack Nicholson's character. He yes. plays like a very grumpy old man with OCD. I can't speak to how accurate of a depiction it is. I haven't seen it in a long time. Mm-hmm. I suspect it's quite sensationalized. It probably doesn't I, capture yes. the nuance of the disorder. Yeah, I think very much, yeah. Um, and in hindsight, I'm like, is there a part of me that was like already reacting to the difference in attractiveness between male actors and their female co-stars and their age differences. Well, that mm. one is quite confounding. It's quite yes. dark. Well, and like I don't think I don't think anyone watches that movie and is like, "Oh, this is believable." Yeah. You know, like it just doesn't. There's a bunch of stuff that really just does not make sense in terms of who they cast it, yeah. and like it, yeah. Like it's then just, she ends up hooking up with the gay guy. Right. Yeah, and like it's, it's like, just, okay. Greg, Greg Kinnear. Yeah, like, it, and they do a good job. I like this movie, but there are just a whole bunch of parts that was like, like it feels like someone wrote a movie and they were casting it and like the actors liked the script, so they all jumped on. You know, like it was just like, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. But yeah, just even like thinking about it, it gives me a weird feeling in my body. Oh and God. I don't really know why. <laughs> my there we go. So that's a weird one. I yeah. thought you were going to talk about when Greg Kinnear gets jumped in, in his apartment. Well, I, that is, I feel the same way. Yeah, that yeah. is dreadful. Yeah, that's Maybe a, that's part of it. Yeah, I, don't love, I don't love me a home invasion. Yeah, I don't, yeah. that's true. And that's also, a big one for me. But the thing that made me, like, again, more dreadfilled about it is that, like, he's kind of just okay with it in a way. Mm. Like, it's not like he's like, I don't know. It's uh, the, There are parts, there are things in it where I'm like, we just jumped over, yeah. like, the biggest part of what would happen here. You know, like, anyway. Also the threatening of the dog. In hindsight. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think is part of it. Cuba Gooding Jr., uh, <laughs> who plays Greg Kinnear's boyfriend, I think. Yeah. Um, any other <laughs> dreadful flicks you want to talk about before we wrap up? Uh, I do think that before we're done, we do have to just mention Judge Dredd. Mm. Uh, <laughs> purely for name alone. Uh, just by for the wordplay. Uh, no, it's actually the fact, spoiler alert, the bad guy in Judge Dredd starring Sylvester Stallone is supposed to be a clone of him. And they look so shockingly unlike that I don't know who possibly <laughs> this I don't know who wrote this movie. I don't up. know. And like I get like clones don't have to be identical. Like it's this whole thing, but it is this like supposed to be this huge crux of this. Wait, whole... what do you mean? Don't clones do? I well, don't clones, don't clones do? do? I well, like real clones don't necessarily no, right. Like it's like a twin. Your right? exper- like, and your experiences affect the way your genes express. Right, but they did so little. <laughs> John has just learned the concept of nurture. <laughs> just the way you said genes. Epigenetics. I'm like okay, uh, but yeah, no. It's this is a. It's from 1995. I like the movie a lot. He does a great job. But the whole I remember watching is on TBS, and like these two men look so little. Like it hurts. It's <laughs> it's it's Sylvester Stallone and Armad Asante. That's they're supposed cool to be name. clones. Yeah, they don't. They don't do. It's not even. Well, even we're looking. At, we're looking at today's yeah, we're seeing photos. Two, it two was worse back then. <laughs> you guys. Anyway, uh, that was more of a joke. It's not, it doesn't actually fill me with dread. I just felt oh, like okay. we had. It's to just the, t- the title is filled with dread. Yeah, that's yeah, just had to get a dad joke yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, judge, jury, and executioner. Oh. Okay, get out. Uh, that's all the time we have. <laughs> um, I would maybe say. 
precious. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh definitely. I haven't watched Absolutely. it for that reason. Yeah, Absolutely. it's bad. It's pretty bad. Um, there's many scenes, obviously, but there is a part where she just is like, has her her Oscar award winning, you know, moment mm-hmm. where she just is like, <laughs> everybody screws me over, mm. and it's tough. And it it's is. true, and she can't get out. Yep. And there's not really an end in sight. Yikes. Cool. Based on the novel Push by Sapphire. Yeah, thank, you. <laughs> thank you. I actually was feeling, I was feeling dread about the fact that you hadn't completed the cycle. We have to mention cycle. that. The whole, it's the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Anything else to add? No. All right. There's probably a lot. But I mean, yeah. There's a penny dreadful this. joke in here, but I'm not making it. Well, you just, Josh Hartnett just did. Is he in there? Yes. Oh man. Josh wow. Hartnett is everywhere. He's We're not talking about the too. Josh Hartnett's everywhere. He is. He's back in Oppenheimer. He is. Hartnett oh my god. Yeah, I didn't know it was him, and I was like, oh. Whoa. Is that? It took me two hours. I was like, yeah. Oh. When's well, the last time? I, he was for in one, somebody? welcome him back. <laughs> okay. I, I open so arms. Too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, in our last five minutes here, let's mm-hmm. do a real quick uh, what you watching. So, gents, I mean, nothing big's come out recently, so. No. Yeah. What you been watching? Two huge Although movies. we might be doing entire. Well, we might. Mm-hmm. But we could do a quick little. We could do a quick. Chit chat. Yeah. What you been watching? Well, actually, I just finished um, the last, the final season of Mar- The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, oh yeah. is it done? It's done. Ooh. They played the last episode. Um, and it's just great. And she, you know, the whole lead up is. Mrs. Maisel is like trying to break uh, through as a female comedian in the 60s. And then the last season sort of flashes forward and backwards to her, to the future where you know that she is like, has made it really big. And as like this sort of Joan Rivers-esque, like, like everyone regards her as a legend. Wait, it's not a true story. (laughs) And then, and then, uh, so then you know that she makes it, but you're not sure how it's really going to happen because she keeps getting stonewalled at every turn. And then in the last episode, she really, like, makes it happen and in a, does a very ballsy move. And it's just really satisfying. Oh, good. Nice. Well, that's good. I like it when things are able to, like, have a formal ending. Like, yeah. it's not get cut off. Like, it's actually finish up. Uh, as I mentioned, I went to Oppenheimer. It was very good. Uh, Christopher Nolan apparently can do whatever he wants uh, and it will be okay. The thing I want to talk about is that we should all go to the IMAX, Mm. which has just had a huge renovation. It's beautiful. Um, They have new seats that are really nice. I would like to go there more often. They have a new screen. There's all these pluses of the IMAX. It's relatively cheap. Uh, I might actually buy some IMAX stock. Because of wow. my experience. I'm, I, I'm stock. Are you yeah. going to adopt a laser? I have been thinking. What are you going to name your laser? Uh, Major Blazer. Lazarus. Blazer. <laughs> okay, cool. We got some. We got some good brainstorms going on here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Well, I saw Barbie last night. Of course, I am forever changed. Mm-hmm. It was everything Did you like I needed it? and wanted. I loved it. Oh, a bunch of people are saying that it was bad. Well, those people are wrong. Okay. I, Most of them are probably men. I, uh, no, actually, it's not Interesting. a... Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, a, lot, a lot of people who... I think there are a lot of people who are upset that it's not for kids. Is that yeah. true? Is that, a, is that inaccurate? But it's also not not for kids. Yeah, it's not not for kids. I think there's just a lot of it that a kid would be like, what is this? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was the main mm. thing that I had, like, there are seem to be a lot of moms who are like, I took my daughter. 
And I, I feel that's a little on them, to be honest. <laughs> Fair enough. Like seeing the marketing for it. And it's PG-13. Well, I took my son to Oppenheimer, and <laughs> yeah. he d- also liked it. <laughs> and he said, <laughs> I, have, I have become Death Destroyer <laughs> of Worlds. <laughs> yes. When the bomb went off, he said, that's got to hurt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I think it's brilliant and wonderful and so fun. And like, you know, there are things people could say, but overall, so good. Nice. So So joyful. Um, but that is all the time we have for today. There it is. So uh, all the thanks to Saskatoon's The Garys for the use of our theme song, Manituna, to my co-hosts, Sean and Jeremy, everyone at CJTR, and to you, our beloved listeners, for lending us your ears. The show is broadcast live Wednesdays at 6 p.m., rebroadcast Fridays at 3, and is available as a podcast on CJTR's website and anywhere else you get your podcasts. My Electric is coming up next. Have a great week. Bye. See you. Bye.